Well, Bluff, this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Dean Kiambo. Dean, are you ready to do this? Let's do this, baby. All right, let's go. Dean is a CPA. He is a partner and the chief relationship builder with the Nork and the NorCal market leader with Armanino. It's a top 25 CPA and consulting firm in the United States. He cracked the code on moving from entry level to executive and leading a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. Dean, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. I love it. Let's roll, baby. So you want let us know, man. Tell off? us about your personal life, some more about your work. Yeah, sure, sure. So uh, CPA by trade, I tell everybody, you know, I am 22 years at, at Armanino. I started here as a staff auditor way back in the day. And uh, I just could tell that there was this unbridled energy, energy in a bottle that I just couldn't capture. And and it just attracted me to the firm. And I knew that the people here were good. The culture was good. And I just had to find where I could give my biggest contribution. And it turned out that my biggest contribution was Becoming an auditor, learning the business, doing that well, CPA. But I tell everybody, I'm the CPA you want to date, George. I'm not the CPA you want to marry. Mm. I actually have 3,000 CPAs that I can hook you up with. And that's what we do. Very blessed uh, to do that today. I'm our Northern California market leader. So we have close to 600 people and three offices in the Bay Area. I lead that group. I also lead our um, accounting services. sales team, relationship team. So that's another 20 people across the country. And I sit on our board of partners. Very, very lucky to be in my position. How did you get into auditing? You seem like a, and this is going to sound terrible. It's all the auditors out there, but you seem like a super, super personal, personable guy, Dean. That's what a lot of auditors are personable, George. I promise you. Yeah, I, I promise you, more personable than most accountants. But the, the reality was this. Um, I wanted to be a CPA because I wanted to be a trusted advisor. I wanted to be a trusted partner. And I actually wanted to be a stockbroker first back in the day. Right. I loved all those movies and I interned in college and I was going to be a financial planner or a stockbroker. And then I started talking to some of my mentors and I asked one question. I said, hey. Uh, what if I became a CPA first before I became a financial planner or stockbroker? And they said, Dean, you'd be unstoppable. And so I said, all right, I'm in. And then I stumbled upon this firm called Armanino. And I was like, no, I'm not leaving this place. This place is amazing. So always wanted to be a professional wanted to be somebody who's respected wanted to 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 help have an impact and just happened to which is a beautiful happenstance find a great firm and you know a, a, a gig that's that's been your primary gig so you started for lack of a better term you know you're 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 in the mail room and you work yeah your way oh up. yeah totally like you know when you're looking at and let's just be real here you're you're looking at documents going i went to school how do I, I don't know what I'm doing. What is happening here? And you find the right people. You find people who care, you people who will invest in you. You find the right culture. And all of a sudden things start clicking and you could see yourself in 
management roles. You could see yourself as a partner. You could see yourself and all of a sudden things start clicking. So, you know, I really loved the environment. I loved the environment of learning, of continuous improvement. It didn't feel like, yeah, our product or what we delivered was accounting and, you know, that's boring. But really the relationships that we had with our clients and the journeys that they were going on and connecting with people, for me to be able to do that at a young age was something that really connected uh, with me, right? Especially, hey, let's face it, I was 24, 25, 26 years old and I was talking to CFOs and controllers. They were in my Rolodex. They were calling me on my cell phone. They were texting me and I was like, hey, I'm a young person and I get to have this kind of experience flying around the country with a CFO and going to their different um, locations. That's a win. Like I was learning. Yeah, I think that that's amazing. When I was 25, I was doing, I was doing lots of stuff, but I don't know that I would have seen myself in that leadership position is that something you've always had yeah i always wanted to aspire to do that but let's just be real george when i was 25 like yeah it's easy to have dreams it's easy to say oh i want to be the person towards the top of the organization that's the easy part i don't what happens after that is the work part and that's where it, it gets hard right the ability to to sit and learn and invest in yourself and invest in the organization and understand where the organization's going and what our biggest goals are. That's a challenge uh, for a lot of young people, right? We could say, oh, I want to go do something. Yeah, a lot of people want to go lose 50 pounds or a lot of people want to go run a marathon or they want to start eating healthier, whatever you want to do. But then it becomes the habits that will actually get you there. Talk about sustainability. And that's a word that I don't know if it's been co-opted, but it's it's a heavier word, maybe healthy lifestyle. I, I know a lot of attorneys that don't like being attorneys. I don't know if that's true of, of, of the accounting profession. It probably is. And here you are a healthy person. I, I, assume, I don't know if you feel like you have a, a balanced lifestyle, but habits, what has helped you to yeah. be sustainable. George, I actually just talked about this the other day. It didn't start off that way. I had to learn that. I I went to a school called De La Salle High School um, in the San Francisco Bay Area. That, that was my high school. And everybody knows that school because they made a movie about their football team. They didn't lose for 151 straight games. When I go around the country today, for my business travels and they say, Dean, where are you from? And I say, oh, San Francisco Bay Area. Oh, tell us about yourself. So I went to the school called De La Salle. The next thing they ask me, George, is Dean, what sport did you play? And my answer is always classroom. In high school, I was 225 pounds, not healthy. I rode the wave my whole life. And then one day, George, my family, my young family, my young wife, our 10-month-old daughter at the time, happened to be on the cover of Yahoo, our picture. And I looked at myself, and at that time, I was 235 pounds. And I said, I'm not going to be around long enough for my family. So I made a choice. And that choice for me happened to be CrossFit. Now, I'm an active CrossFitter, and it's just part of my habit. It's part of my everyday routine that I need to invest in my health. I need to be around 
for the long term of my family and for my organization. If I'm not right mentally and physically, how can I possibly give to others? So now I do give myself that hour a day, no matter what is going on, right, to, to do that. And you know what? It makes me better. It makes me sharper. And it gives me really good habits. George, if, if you meet people, look at yourself as well, that are successful in their career, if they're successful in their family, and they can take care of themselves from a health and fitness perspective, it says a lot. It says more than anything. It means that you have discipline. It means you have consistency, right? It means you can stick to something. That all matters. It, it, it all translates, right? And I just say from a health and, and, and fitness perspective, I'm all about just 1% better, right? I'm all about just the littlest thing that I could do the other day. And I'll just, this is a brag, but you know what? It just happened on Sunday. On Sunday, I did a legless rope climb to 20 feet. I didn't think that was possible at 45 years old, right? But you know what it was is six weeks ago, my coach said, oh, today we're going to try legless rope climbs. And I'm like, yeah, right, dude, I'm 45 years old. I'm not doing that. And we're like, well, then just try. And I just did it a couple of times. And I was like, wow, I actually got five pulls. I didn't think I could do that. And then the next time we did it, a couple of weeks later, I got eight pulls. And then my friend saw me on Sunday and he goes, Dean, you know, you're like three, three quarters of the way there. George, I was scared to death. You're up there holding on to the rope one hand at a time and you're moving up. And so finally I said, you know what? Just try it. And I got over the mental block, held onto that rope. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just did. So it all, it all connects in my opinion. Nice work, man. Yeah, I imagine it'd be a little bit unnerving when your arms give out and you're 20 feet in the air. So credit for doing that. I was scared more than you could imagine. <laughs> I, I, I guess you could put your legs on the rope if if, if need be. Yeah. All right. So you were at 235 pounds and it's it's that you could be at 235 pounds today and just rip muscle. How, like how? <laughs> like, I'm not. Today I'm uh, right around 185, 190. Okay. So you, were, better... you were very heavy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you were how old when you saw that picture? 33. Okay. And that's kind of what snapped you out of it. Yeah, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Sick and tired of, of just trying different fad diets, trying different fad workouts. And I found a community. I found people that were just trying to get 1% better every day. It was young people, older people, working professionals. And we were just about trying to put in the work to get better, right? Hard work pays off. and. It started off with trying to exercise more and then it said, okay, well, you know, I'm exercising. How come I'm not getting more and more results? And it learned how to eat better and how to eat when I travel and how to eat and uh, exercise and de-stress when you have a long work day. Because all of that is real. That's all real, right? Stresses of, of the job and stresses of family. And there's going to be times where you don't work out for four days in a row. Well, what do you do next? And those were the habits that got me through. I think it's such an important thing because modern living is crushing most of us. If you look at the statistics, if it's our personal finances are a mess, our diets are a mess, we're on too many pills, we're distracted, we're wasting our most valuable resources. And what is it that's actually going to get me or you or others who are listening to make that shift into 
trying to get 1% better, not doing the yo-yo fad diet over and over again. I'm mildly surprised that you found CrossFit and that you stuck with it because that seems like it's a fairly, and you can correct me and tell me I'm wrong. It seems like it's extreme. I think I'm, I'm, I think it's awesome that it worked for you. Do you think it, people just need to figure out what's going to work for them? George, I love that. I, I swear we didn't prep this, but I tell everybody all the time, the best workout is the workout you do. If you're a walker, go walk. If you're a runner, run. My wife happens to be a, a bar method instructor. She loves it. Great. I try to get her into CrossFit. She's like, yeah, I'm not a burpee on the ground kind of a person, right? Like things are dusty and dirty there. Like, I don't know. Now my gym is clean, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's not her thing. I tell everybody do your thing, but do it. Right. And I, and I would also say this in this crazy world that we live in, the reality is less is more. There's a million experts out there, George. You can go find an expert on anything, right? There's social media influencers. They'll tell you all that stuff. There's actually almost over information. I would just start on doing basics and do basic things really well. And I know this sounds boring, but you know, you want to be a good professional. You want to have a good family life. You want to um, be healthy. Like, you know, are you getting enough sleep? Are you drinking enough water? Right? Are you taking care of yourself? Like less is more, right? And and I just believe that. Protect your mindset and really let yourself focus on what you want. Do you think that you make sacrifices? Yeah, absolutely, George. I didn't have an alcoholic drink this year till 100 days in. I'll go long stretches without having any alcoholic beverages. Why? Because I don't like the way that I feel when I drink. And when I drink, I actually eat a lot more food. <laughs> I get munchies. And I think that's funny, but it's real. So I was able to notice that. I was able to name it. So now I try to create little systems or processes around me that put myself in a positive position. What does that mean if you go to parties for 100 straight days and don't have a drink? Your friends will give you a hard time. It's just reality. It's just a sacrifice. And I just say, hey, guys, that's great. You guys like to do that. I don't. But it doesn't change me from being who I am around you. I'm here to have fun and enjoy our time. That's a really interesting thing that in your professional role, you probably you are going to tons of mixers, parties. <laughs> George, are you going to make me divulge a secret right here? Yes. All right. So I always have uh, something in my hand because, yes, that is my job. I do uh, hang out. And I tell the waitress at the very beginning or the waiter, I say, hey, here's a $20 tip. And uh, every one of my drinks is a club soda with lime. I think that that's brilliant. And I order, and I order and everybody thinks I'm drinking a vodka soda, but it's a club It's a club soda with, with uh, sparkling water and uh, a lime. I've got, I've got, uh, I've got friends all over the place as we all do, but I grew up in the Midwest. I've got friends that live in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's who I'm thinking of right now. And they tell me, you know, geez, I could never stop drinking just because it's part of the culture. What do you think about that? Yeah. Um, that's fine. But I think that your culture really 
um, is going to create who you want to be. And then you just have to ask, who do you want to be even more? Right. Do I need to be down Main Street? Is that is that a fair way that I need to be in the middle in George or, or do I mind being an outlier there? It's your choice. And that's what it comes down to is you have choice. We're faced with choices every day. Yeah. And if we're trying to get one percent better. That's right. We get to choose what we want to do, George. And like, you know, I could you know, there's lots of hard. There's a hard that could be choosing that. Hey, what comes with drinking every day? And if you're able to be fit and have a healthy lifestyle and be successful and do all of that because th that's all aligns, then great. Good for you. That doesn't align for me. So I had to make a choice of what do I want most? There's a couple of things. I'm, I'm, I'm big into affirmations and I need to remind myself pretty consistently that, that for example, I tell myself that, 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 that I owe and I owe so much to the people that came before me um so stuff like that is 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 that something you do george this conversation was meant to be <laughs> you know what i'm what i'm a big believer in right is is uh i come from an immigrant family and this is hard my my you know things are hard life is hard my parents gave up everything they knew to move all around the world so my sister and i could have a better life that's hard Right. If, if someone told me today, hey, Dean, you need to pack up your bags and move halfway to, around the world where you don't know the language, you don't know the culture. That's hard. Right. So I really um, have a attitude of gratitude for every position that I'm in. And yeah, that's exactly right. Is like I get to do this. I'm so grateful for everyone. People would kill to have the opportunities that I have. I'm going to make the most of it. So as you are, you talked about it's important to to be active every day and there's just different things. I, I'd like to think about it as these are daily non-negotiables or table stakes, things yeah. that I just have to do. So how do you do you think about that and look in advance and, and try to calendar things? <laughs> of course I do. Of course. Right. Like part of the reason they call me the the, the mayor at the gym is because I know everybody. Well, why do I know everybody? It's because I go at all the most random different times, right? And so sometimes, yeah, uh, I might have to wake up at 4.30 a.m. to be in the 5 a.m. class. But other times, yeah, my workday started early. And guess what? I'm taking the 7.30 p.m. class. Or sometimes it's like, oh, my gosh, here's my lunch break, and I have a little hour and a half window. I'm going to sneak it in. But it's just something that is important to me and so I prioritize it. I squeeze it in, that's exactly right. I look at my week on Sunday and I go, okay, where do I think I'm gonna squeeze in all these items? I create all these systems and, ha systems and habits, George, to cheat. I make a lot of vegetables on Sunday. I make meat on Sunday night, right? So that I have quick food that's ready so that I don't have to end up somewhere I don't wanna be. Gotta position ourselves for success. At least give ourselves the best chance possible. It's already hard. Life is hard enough as it is, Dean. Amen. Why would we want to make it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Why am I making this harder than it needs to be? Oh, I love it. Well, Dean, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people sure, learn? This has been fantastic. For sure. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, so first off, I would just say uh, LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn, or uh, and that's Dean Quiambo, CPA. Um, my Twitter and my um, Instagram is at Dean underscore CPA. Let's follow along. I'm all about community. I'm all about helping other people, whether it's in their financial life um, or in their uh, personal life. Let's connect and, and uh, help each other out. Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed as much as I did, show Dean your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Find Dean on LinkedIn. It's D-E-A-N-Q-U-I-A-M-B-A-O-C-P-A. And then find him on Twitter and Instagram as well. And it's, give us the handle again, Dean. At Dean underscore CPA. It's easy. It's the meanest Dean you'll ever meet. Boom. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you again, Dean. Thank you, George. It's been fantastic. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.